Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast, Athens edition. I'm your host, Uncle Son, and we're on New Front Porch again. Tonight, we're recording on the front porch of my new house right outside of downtown Athens. I'm joined by fellow host Colton Dean via telephone, as well as some old and new friends. We'll update you on Commerce Bank's week one action across the area and preview a whole slew of week two games. All that on this week's Potluck Podcast. listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. You gotta keep the how we doing going. Alright guys, uh, welcome to the Potluck Podcast, welcome back. Uh, Dino, how we doing over there on the phone? Doing good, Uncle Song. A little bit different. Change up, uh, you know, change the, the audio tonight. But hey, I'm here. I'm here for uh, for at least a brief moment. I got a frenzy going on at my house right now. But hey, we got a good crew in there tonight. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, listening. Uh, fresh ears for, for once. Yeah, speaking of a new crew, uh, we've got one old guest and a couple new folks on the show for all you listeners out there. Uh, our first new guest, or old guest, I, I should say, it's Joe Sanders, the Channel. furniture man. Yeah, what's up? Welcome, Joe. Live uh, from Athens. Live from Athens. If if you guys don't know Joe, I'm going to give you a brief little profile of he him. He doesn't know me. Uh, <laughs> Commerce football alumnus, class of 2010, valedictorian of the illustrious class of 2010. I forgot that. Honorary, uh, honorary Italian. Honorary Italian. I've been in Italy for six years. Yes. Yeah, definitely a world traveler and a furniture guru. Uh, I just got done making a delivery at your house. Yeah, he brought me my uh, Lazy Boy recliner yes. tonight. Pretty great. After hours. After no free hours. ads. No free ads. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, we're joined by Jesse Savage, Commerce Football alumnus, class of 2011. How you doing, Jesse? Good. <laughs> you left valedictorian out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then next up, we have Becca Adams, Commerce Tiger alumnus, class of 2009, uh, uh, Commerce softball tiger, avid Star Wars fan, and current teacher at Jefferson High School. And our first female guest on the pod. Beck Dog, wow. how we doing? I'm honored. I'm honored. So impressive. We're, we're, <laughs> glad, we're glad that you're here. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I hope I don't embarrass myself. <laughs> we always do. Um... So, where, how we get started every week here on the Potluck Podcast, uh, where we left off, uh, we left off with Commerce Banks County this week, week one action. Uh, Commerce welcomed the Banks County Leopards into Rayland Stadium last Friday night for the 34th edition of the Battle for Banks Crossing, or as some call it, the Cat Fight. By 7 p.m., the temperatures had dropped. No one in Commerce calls it that. Yeah. I've never heard that. It's all the Banks County folks call it that. Like when I was at Maysville last week, I had a couple people come in and chat to me about the game. They're like, "What you think about the cat fight?" And I, was like, what? I like that. I like it I a little like better. Too, yeah. Okay, I like the battle for Banks Carlson. I mean, I think that suits. Well, we, I think <laughs> yeah, that, nobody wants. I think it. we lost that war. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't a war you really want to win. 
in real life. No. But uh, back to the game. Uh, by 7 o'clock, the temperatures had dropped to an unseasonably cool 82 degrees, and the crowd started filing in. No, this was the first time Commerce kicked off at 7.30 since 1977, and many fans were late as a result. Dino, I know you and I looked at each other at kickoff, and we looked at the at the ticket booths, and there were lines all the way out in the parking lot. Ain't that right? True. That's right. Oh, I got a question. All right, so we played a couple Saturday games in like 06, 07? Yeah. They didn't kick off at 8 o'clock. What time was that? Oh. Devil's advocate, Joe Sanders. Mm, wow. Got him, caught him in a lie. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that last week. Yeah, know. those were earlier kicks. Yeah, I can't remember. Maybe like six thirty. Yeah, that Calhoun game's the one that comes to mind yeah. for yeah. sure. You came prepared for that one, Joe. I was thinking <laughs> about that all week. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, as people found their seat, uh, Commerce sent out its captains, seniors Draylon Martin, Mason Gaddis, and Lambden Hardy. Commerce won the toss and took the ball. It didn't take long for the Commerce offense to find the end zone. Senior A-back Draylon Martin found an outside crease and rocketed 64 yards down the home sideline to score the only touchdown of the night. The PAT was good and was kicked by sophomore place kicker Ivy Talbert. The PAT kick was her first career point scored and the first point scored by a female football player at CHS. After the score, Banks and Commerce traded possessions. Neither team made too much progress. Then nearly three minutes into the second quarter, the rain started. It was followed by lightning and a lengthy, a lengthy lightning delay. Play resumed with the Tigers on offense. We had some success here. Uh, senior, Trey, senior quarterback Trey Garnto completed a nice pass to junior wide receiver Jackson Morris to convert on one fourth down attempt. But ultimately, we turned the ball over on another fourth down attempt. Yeah, we're, so we're trading planes <laughs> for the trains. Uh, Jesse brought that up earlier. We're not far from the Athens airport here, so we got a lot of plane noises tonight. Um, but we gave the ball back to uh, Banks County after we pushed down into the Leopard red zone. The hurry-up offense for the Leopards moved the ball quickly down the field. Seniors Bowen Roberts and Roman Hayes made some nice plays, but the Tiger defense held. Uh, the linebacking Hill twins left the tig- uh, led the Tiger defensive effort and were aided by a few timely penalties that kept Banks out of the end zone. That was the end of the first half. Dino, do you remember anything about that first half that you wanted to point out? Dino, are you there? Oh no, he's, he's dead. He died. His kids finally killed him. <laughs> he must have got called into dad duty. Uh, as Joe tries to get Dino back on the line, we'll go ahead and start talking about the second half. Um, I, can I point out something? Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to also point out how great the Banks County names are. There are some traditional – there was a Marlowe on the team. Well, that's a commerce name, but uh, Bowen's a, a real – that's a real good, good football name. It is. It is. I'm impressed with your guys' ability to just be like, oh, yeah, that's a – that's a commerce name there. That's a Banks yeah. County name. You, yeah. s- you spend your life in like 20 square miles, <laughs> and you just hear the same names over and over and over again. He's going to try to return shortly. Yeah. <laughs> we hope we can get him back. Um, we did get the Tigers and the Leopards back after halftime. There were some good performances by the Tiger and Leopard fans. I do want to point out, um, so years ago, Commerce started having like a live electric guitarist 
and that is caught on. Like every band has an electric guitarist now, and like a wow. jam band. Uh, we played a good set at the half. Um, after the half, though, Banks County got the ball and made a strong push past midfield, but stalled. Um, Draylon Martin made uh, a good pass break up here on third and 16, uh, and the Leopards elected to punt. We got the ball back. Uh, Commerce started the drive well with a 27-yard rush from Martin that was followed by a few strong runs from freshman A-back uh, J-Bo Daniels. If you guys remember, J-Bo's the kid that transferred from Banks. Lamar's son. Lamar's son. Um, we got all the way down to the Banks 10-yard line, but kind of stalled there. Uh, and with one minute and 26 seconds left in the third quarter, Coach Holler sent out Miss Talbert into the game for her first field goal attempt, and she nailed it, a 27-yarder. Uh, at this moment, the stands really erupted. Uh, everybody was really glad to see Ivy make that kick, and uh, the rest of the game was really non-eventful. Uh, there were a lot of turnovers, a lot of penalties, and zero points. Commerce held on to the shutout and won 10 to nothing in Coach Mark Holler's debut as the head coach. Um, so that's kind of the recap of the game. You guys, you guys have it, or you guys have any thoughts? I mean, shout out to Ivy Talbert. I mean, a 27-yard field goal is not like a gimme, especially, especially at Commerce. Maybe in the last four years it was. I I wondered if they <laughs> they like showed her the boot and was like, you can have this if you want. You know, that would have been awesome. <laughs> Just a straight on, straight on kick. But, but that was not a gimme, you know, back in the day at least. But no, yeah, that's an impressive kick. Yeah. Also, being a female kicker at Commerce is not exactly a gimme either. Right. Yeah. That's pretty. It's a I'm, big deal. I'm surprised. It kind of shocked me when I heard about it, too. Yeah. Uh, Shout out, Abby. How long has she been with the team? Uh, So, the Athens Banner Herald did a big article on it and uh, also Blitz Sports, and they said that, like, it was within the last couple weeks since the scrimmage. Okay. So, like, less than two weeks. Well, Vanderbilt did it. Yeah, Vanderbilt did it. (laughs) We we were more successful than Vanderbilt. (laughs) I was about to say. That first kick for her was rough. Bless them. We we got some stats here. Uh, So last week, Colton and I posed some questions. You know, going into this game, Uh, the first one being, can Commerce stop the pass? So you think about a traditional Banks County offense, tend to spread you out, getting the shotgun trips on one side, another receiver and a back in the backfield, Um, and they try to spread you out and pass the ball. Um, So the the answer to that question is yes. Uh, we held Banks County to 107 yards on five completions out of 12 attempts. Um, Banks County ran the ball 34 times, which is unusual for a Banks County team, and uh, really showed the strength of the Tiger defense, which is the secondary. Uh, Draylon Martin, uh, Trey Garnto, Landon Worley, and uh, Ryan Cooper really played a great game. Uh, got a lot of veterans back there, yeah. so it re- they really kind of anchored our defense and might have preserved the shutout. Uh, next question, can Banks stop the run? Um, when you play Commerce, that's the question you got to answer defensively. Are you going to be able to stop the run? And this was kind of like a yes and no answer for me when I sat down and looked at the stats. Uh, Commerce only had three runs of more than 15 yards. So last year, if you remember, like we were – yeah. That was a category where we had like double digits a game. Yeah. Which really did have the one, the one that did pop. 
for Draylon. Right. Yeah. Had had the sixty four yarder for Draylon, and then he had another twenty seven yarder, uh, and we only had two hundred seventeen yards rushing overall. Um, but no, like you're saying, can Banks stop the run? No, Draylon still rushed for one hundred twenty two yards on 10, 10 rushes. He's going to get his yards against anybody. I mean, he's just that talented. He's the bell cow. He's yeah, the guy he's, you want to feature. He's the guy. I mean, even if Sammy was still at Commerce, he would still be getting his 100 yards and a touchdown. You know? Right. And we saw that last year when he yeah. rushed from the fullback. Right, position. yeah. Um, so our, our next question was, was who will emerge for Commerce? Uh, looking back on this game last year, you saw uh, Trey Huff, Draylon Martin, Sammy Brown, relative unknowns to the Tiger fan base come out and become superstars by the end of the year. Um, so who will be those folks this year? Uh, I think you got to look at Ivy Talbert, you know, replacing Air Diaz. She had some good stat lines. She had a good uh, point after try and a 27-yard kick. That was two of the highlights of the night. She's not doing the kickoffs, though, correct? Right. So she's just kicking uh, field goals and point after How did the tries. kickoffs go? Um, not great. Not not as good as there it is. Not we're not putting them in the end zone <laughs> anymore. Not yet. We're not yet. Excuse the fail. Though. Right, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest kicker in, in commerce history. Is he called? Is that his Christian name? Air? Air? No. No, uh, no, that is that's our colloquial oh, okay. name. It I was would be cool. say, that was a, that's that's a good kicker name. Yeah. <laughs> no, we gave that name to him. We created well, a, that. I I like it. <laughs> but yeah, it big shoes to fill with Eric. Um, but obviously the best option that we have right now certainly on the team. Well, that's definitely a weapon. I mean, especially if you're struggling to get into the end zone. Right. You can make those kicks. Then I, that's not always an option for commerce. Yeah. Right. Uh, then you got Trey Garnto, who at times struggled a little bit as quarterback. He's kind of slender in frame. Um, hasn't been an option quarterback very long. But he completed four passes out of four attempts for 37 yards, and that's not an eye-popping stat line. But for Commerce to complete every single pass that they threw, that's something that's positive. Uh, then we had Jackson Morris, a junior wide receiver. He accounted for 32 of those yards on two receptions. This kid's never played football before. This is his first season as a basketball player. Uh, he's on the team now. Um, then you had the Hill twins, Cole and Colton. Uh, Cole had eight tackles, Colton had four. Uh, Colin Hall, a senior, uh, had six and a half tackles, and Kamani Horn and Landon Worley, both seniors, added four each. So those are some names for you Tiger fans out there who maybe didn't make the, the game uh, Friday night. Those are some names to look out for. Do um, you think the, the uh, weather delay had anything to do with kind of the slowdown in the offense? Maybe. Yeah, I mean. Also, it, how wet was it after the – because there were the turnovers after the delay. Well, you know Tiger Field. Yeah. It, there's a, a supreme crown on that field. Yeah. It drains really well. And I, I didn't see the grass being really glossy. Yeah. I think that the, the playing conditions were pretty steady throughout the game. But it is hard to, like, get warmed up. It's the first game. You go out, you get all, like, excited. Then, yeah. Then you got to go back in the field house for, what, an hour? Yeah. Yeah. And kind of calm down and yeah. get back up. Um. The next question we had was, has Commerce improved since the scrimmage? Uh, yeah, we have, but not much. Um, <laughs> it was still really sloppy. It was a really sloppy game. We had 11 penalties 
that accounted for eight, 80 yards. Goodness. 11 penalties in the first game and then uh, a whole bunch of missed tackles. So uh, we still got a lot of work to do. And, and we talked about last week, you know, if it was a longer game, it'd probably be a good sign that Banks County was going to win. Um, if it was a shorter game, it would probably well, – There was an hour-long weather delay. Yeah, there was – so it was a long game to answer that question. You know, was it a long game? But it, Banks County didn't win, so it worked out in our favor. And, I mean, the first game is always rough. I mean, no matter how good you are, the first game – I mean, usually have a scrimmage helps take some of that out, but you're always making most of it from game one to game two. That's true. And I think we have a really young team. To begin with, yeah. and then we have a new coach. Yeah, a, a lot new... of players out there the first time trying to you know get their feet wet. Right, and the state Banks County, at least for me, the stakes are high. I mean, yeah, it's not a game that you want to lose. Right, sure. it's funny. Uh, they did a piece in the Athens Better Herald. Commerce won its 630th victory in school history Friday night, and they they asked Draylon Martin, you know, was this game significant? And he was like, "Yeah, for, it was it was significant for Banks County. It's really like their county championship, yeah. you know. And it is that way. Like you don't want to lose to Banks County, no. And they want to win. And they want to win. So you have to fight that emotion the entire game. Uh, and it kind of came out a couple times. There were a couple of fights out there, you know. Maybe scrums, not fights. But uh, is Commerce Banks the new Commerce Jefferson? No, never." Thomas it's not Jefferson good. is the newcomer. Yeah. It's not a thing anymore. It's a thing, It's Becca. a thing, Becca. <laughs> it's real to me. Okay. <laughs> They'll start what playing you, again eventually. What do you think that score would be like? I don't want to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that, yeah. Let's not, we don't need to do hypotheticals. No. We're, we're just here to focus on the yeah, facts. Right, you're right, you're right. We, could also, we could also hear and say what a score might be, but yeah. we can't ever prove that. True. Also, Becca teaches at Jefferson. So <laughs> you can't corrupted. trust her anymore. She's corrupted. Just, I'm looking at the numbers. You think you know someone your entire life, and then they go do something like we, that. Oh, she and I used to accost Jefferson. Oh, folks. yeah. Accost. Yeah. At, at, at your tailgate, of all places. Oh, yeah. We used to run folks out of there. But we she, did. She's, they brought her in. They made her drink a baby's blood. They, <laughs> they made her do that whole thing to become a teacher. Yeah. There, yeah. So now she's, yeah, she's corrupted. Yeah, there's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of facts, we'll get on into the the week one review. Uh, in our area, we had Buford at North Cobb. Uh, Buford won thirty five to twenty seven. I forgot that North Cobb beat them last year. Yeah, and North Cobb got up early in this game. It was we look, we were watching this game throughout the Commerce game, and it's like, oh, Buford's down. You yeah. know, they were down fourteen to nothing, I think, at one point. So a scare for the defending six uh, A champs there, and a team that people think like. The best team in the state. They think they're in the, uh, what's invincible. Yeah. You know, when you hear Buford. Uh, next, we have our neighbors to the east, Madison County, defeating our neighbors to the north, Haber- way north, Habersham Central. How close uh, were you following that one, Saul? I, you know, I always follow the Red Raiders. I like the Red Raiders. <laughs> and your red shirt underneath. <laughs> I got a hat somewhere. Uh, of course you do. 28-25. to 25. Uh, uh, Madison was a seven-point underdog there, so maybe big things for the Red Raiders wow, this year. another quarterfinal run. <laughs> I would love it. I would love you it. You would. You would. Uh, Winder Barrow covered the spread. Uh, they were a 14-point favorite over Appalachie in the battle over there in Barrow County uh, between those two schools. 19-3 was the score there. Uh, Flowery Branch in some quadruple-A action uh, beat St. Pius. 
21 to 14 at St. Pius. That was a game that was kind of. I think it was weird for them. Yeah, yeah St. Pius is. is a solid program. St. Pius is really solid. And you know, we talked in the preview show. Flowery Branch is really that team that you expect to challenge Jefferson if yeah. any team. I don't think he might expect them to beat Jefferson, but they can definitely challenge him. Play for play with him for a quarter. I mean, who play. knows? I mean, like injuries mount up. Like we'll talk about later, like injuries to Jefferson. You know, who knows what might happen with a bounce of a ball? But yeah, yeah, they're not, Jefferson's not invincible. Um, and that's well in the in AAA. No, hold on. Let me find myself here. Oh, uh, Jefferson. Jefferson-Raven, the big game for the week. Jefferson defeated Raven County at home 22-13, uh, to 13, covered the seven-point spread there. Um, Oconee, North Oconee, the uh, battle for Hog Mountain. Uh, Oconee, you know, they were in that state championship game in 3A last year. They only beat North Oconee 35-28, to 28, real close game, didn't cover the spread, 14-point uh, spread there. And they still have Jake Johnson. They still have Jake Johnson, who's going to LSU, right? Yeah. Number one tight end in the nation. He is. Going to play with his brother. Um, West Hall over That's there. Sweet. Yeah. It's really wholesome. <laughs> it was really wholesome when he beat Florida last year. Yeah, I really love that. That was sweet. That warms my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Let's see. Uh, West Hall, 14. Beat East Jackson seven over oh, there. That and must have been a terrible. Game. I bet it was oh, just like well, it was probably like Converse Banks, honestly. <laughs> a whole lot of turnovers. A I whole hope lot everybody got a, got a lot of good exercise and had fun. I mean, that was, <laughs> well, at least some fresh air. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, then uh, Franklin County. So Franklin County was a team that we covered a lot last year. They they won seven games for the first time since the eighties. Uh, in their regular so season, lost their coach, correct? but lost their coach to Liberty, South Carolina. Oh, he went back Carolina. across the state line. They beat Lumpkin County twenty to six. They were a thirty-five point favorite in that game. So Franklin might be. Who is the coach of Franklin though? Is it like is it somebody from is the it staff Marvin from last year? Uh, I, don't <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't know if it was somebody like a holdover from the staff last year. I don't know who's the coach over there know. now. I come to you for this. Ah, uh, yeah, that's where Dino. That's you where we're missing down. Dino. Um. Over there in that same area, northeast Georgia, South Carolina line, Hart County beat Elbert County uh, down there. Or actually, this one was in Hartwell, 54-21. to 21. Uh, Hart was only a 10-point favorite, and they laid the wood. To I don't know. They had a squad last year. I don't know if they still do, but they had a short enough team. Well, they had a good team, but they only went like 3-6. and six. They lost a lot of close games. This well, is Hart? Yeah. They got a good corner over there, too. I can't remember what his name All is. Right. Which of these teams is Ruben coached for? Elbert. Elbert, Elbert County. Ooh, yeah. Tough. Tough. All of those teams, <laughs> all of, both of those teams and Franklin historically have very good players. Right. It just can't ever, you know, put it together. Our County every once in a while. Well, yeah. I mean, last year they had two D1. They had guys. the defensive end and the tight end. Yeah. Uh, I think the DNs at North Carolina now and the tight ends at Notre Dame. Um, a game that I, I was interested in, Stevens and White. You know, that's kind of a rivalry game yeah. up there the in the foothills. Yeah. Um, what do they call it? Battle of the foothills. Battle of the foothills. <laughs> the Battle of Highway 17. We'll just call it that. Uh, Stevens won that one 34-20. Uh, they were a four-point favorite. Then Fannin and White Union. County had a really good quarterback last year, right? Yeah, Jay Ben Haynes. But he is not there anymore. He graduated, uh, but okay. – they're still, I mean, I don't know. 
They're favored this week. We'll see what happens. Um, Fannin and Union. Fannin and Union was a game that was thought to be a heavily contested game. This is another rivalry up there in the mountains. Fannin beat Union 34-7. to uh, They were only a four-point favorite. Uh, so that was kind of a blowout. Union might have been missing some players due to COVID. Might have been. You know, yeah. the game this week with Commerce, uh, as we're going to talk about, got canceled. So they, they may have had yeah. a limited roster. Um, the big result, the shocking result for me from the week, Trinity Christian at Slaughter Field defeats Athens Academy 59-7. to That's insane. Mm. The most points put on an Athens Academy team ever. And really? at Slaughter Field. At I mean, Slaughter Field. Insane. I saw today that Trinity Christian's best player committed to Florida. I did see that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's, so, uh, Trinity Christian from Dublin? Sharpsburg. I think it's south of Atlanta. Sharpsburg? Yeah, it's like a Trish. I ain't never Christian. heard of that's Sharpsburg. Not even, that's, that's not even a place that's real. <laughs> <laughs> that was shocking. And they uh, they went to the state championship last year and lost to Prince Avenue. Right. right, yeah. Right. So I guess they have a lot coming back. Yeah, they beat Stu out of Athens. It is in Coweta County. Okay. And Joe with population the Population of 341. <laughs> in Sharpsburg? <laughs> that's why we don't know about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the county seat of Coweta? Oh, I'm a, we know I'm this. A, I'm on venture again Newton? to say Sharpsburg. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Newton's a big town. He's got Wikipedia is wonderful. <laughs> uh, rounding out the, the local scores here uh, before we get into the Class A top ten, Athens Christian, a dark horse that we picked this year, beat uh, Walker 35-18. to 18. Really good game by the running back. Yeah, Jonas Davis got an offer from Army earlier in the year. 262 yards rushing, maybe five touchdowns. You know, he's torn his ACL twice. Yeah, he's a oh beast. Though. Yeah, that is unreal. Like Nick Chubb status right there. Yeah, like seriously. <laughs> um, and then lastly, Prince Avenue defending Class A private champs lost. Uh, Calvary Day beat them 21-13. to 13. Prince was a 16-point favorite. Um, They're missing old... Rock Vandegrift. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They are. They're missing him and his locks. <laughs> Old ginger He's hair. He's got even longer hair now. Y'all seen those pictures? Uh-uh. From a fall camp? I haven't. He's got real long hair and like a beard going. When do y- y'all think he'll ever play? I don't know. Does our quarterback room at Not Georgia right have like the, kind of the most like... It's almost striking like... Striking looks. <laughs> I saw they a picture of JT Daniels in downtown Athens. This is... Are you, talking about how, are you talking about how <laughs> handsome JT Daniels is right now? I don't say he's handsome. If he, wins, if he beats Clemson, he's going to be really handsome. He's got, he's got the stash. He's, he's got quite a look. I'll say that. Yeah. Very California. He's also the spokesperson for Zaxby's now, right? He is. He signed yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. And uh, DJ Uyungle. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm not sure how many lays are in there, actually. He's the spokesperson for... Churches or Bojangles? No, Bojangles. Bojangles. So we got to call that game Zaxby's first Bojangles. Some chicken. Yeah. I don't know. Fried chicken war. It is. (laughs) The Duke's Mayo Classic Fried Chicken War. Put that on a t shirt. All right, we'll get into the uh, top 10 here. Wilcox County, number 10, was off last week. Uh, Turner County, number 9. Lost to Worth County. Joe's going somewhere. Where did? Where's he going? So Turner County lost. You said. Yeah, Turner County lost. They were a nine-point favorite. They lost to Worth County, uh, thirty-five to twenty-eight. I bet that was a slobber knocker. Probably so. Oh, look at that. 
Uh, Metter, somebody we like to compete, you know, for the state title this year in Class A, beat Swainsboro uh, 31 to 20. Uh, they were a seven-point favorite. Welcome back, Joe. Metter may be the only other single-A city school. That's a why. That's just a social guess. circle. What are Bowden and Bremen? No social circles, don't they? Bowden and Bremen. No social circles in our region, Joe. Are you right about that? Joe, they moved back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. No. Bowden and Bremen are not. They were double. Bowden is. Bowden's back okay, in so single Okay, so some people moved back to single A. Yeah, Tryon's back in single A. Scratch that. Scratch what I said. We'll delete <laughs> that and post. Also, like, I know the podcast is in a visual medium, but I just saved your life. There's a giant yeah, spider a coming right spider. through your bear. You know, before, before you guys got here, I went around with the broom Did and killed you? all the spiders just because I knew he was going to be here. <laughs> And this man hates spiders. Yeah. And there's one less. That one was leaping. <laughs> that one was. Was it a Joro? Uh, no. I said, what? So Is the Joro the Japanese ones that the came over one. on the ship? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Let's go. Let's get out of the spider okay, talk thank here. You, thank you. Thank you. Jesse writing us back in. No, this is when we're, at our, when we're at our best. <laughs> we're not on top of it. Oh, at number seven are our Commerce Tigers. Uh, we actually jumped up in the polls to number five after our defeat, or... Er, after beating Banks County ten to nothing, uh, number six Macon County pulls the upset. This was a shocker. Montezuma, Montezuma, the Shout boys out. from Montezuma. Yeah. Uh, Joe, beat, we got family down there. We do. We both have family. Down there. <laughs> they beat Clinch County twenty six to nothing. Shut them out. That is a shocker. Clinch was a fourteen point favorite at Clinch, third ranked team in the state. Macon County pulled that one off. Oof. Uh, another shocker, number five, Washington Wilkes goes down. Uh, a lot of people's favorite to win 8A. They lost 26-20 uh, to 20 to Laney. They were a 21-point favorite in that game. Laney's an Augusta area. Uh, Augusta area school. Is a private school in that region? I don't know. I don't think Augusta has any schools that aren't private schools. <laughs> yeah, Aquinas, yeah. Uh, Dublin, number four, they were off. Quinch, we talked about already. They played Macon County and lost. Irwin was off at number two. And Brooks County, number one team in the state in Class A, public lost to Thomasville, 35-21. Uh, to 21. Brooks was a two-point favorite in that game. Um, you guys got any, any notes off of that? I think we've pretty much covered it. Yeah, I think we got it. Uh, Region 8A public, uh, Green County lost to Westside Augusta 14 to nothing. Uh, Westside was a 10-point favorite. Social Circle. Aren't they double What? Green County? They used to be, Joe. Oh, so you were talking about Social Circle. Yeah. Uh, they they pulled a shocker. Uh, George Walton Academy, you know, they I think they made the quarterfinals last year in private. 28-point uh, favorite for the game. Social Circle beats them 40-6. to six. Uh, we've talked about Social Circle kind of being a dark horse in 8A public. They're a perennial dark horse. They are. They're always. So they're never Athens the Christian. favorite. So is Athens Christian. Yeah. But things to watch out for down there in Social Circle. And then uh, Towns County beat Kings Academy and all the uh, Kings down there 29-6. Uh, Good Lord. What, Becca? Towns County. <laughs> Where is Kings Academy? We don't know. Uh, you know, it's just a place where all the Kings a, yeah. Kings County is a that's that just sounds like a name somebody made up in Towns County it's not real. and they put it in the newspaper. To yeah. Somebody <laughs> somebody well, it's the Kings What's Academy. The name of an Academy? The Kings, Kings Academy. Are they even in Georgia? Is it like North it's Carolina? a Georgia school? I don't, I don't know. know. What's their mascot? 
the Kings. The Kings Academy the Kings. Kings. The Tigers. <laughs> the Kings. Oh. All right, so uh, we've assembled this cast tonight for for a main reason here. Uh, we wanted to showcase the Jefferson Raven County game. This is like a big game for Northeast Georgia. Uh, you guys watched a lot of it. Uh, I think Jesse, you and Becca watched it together up at Lake Hartwell this week. Weekend. Uh, I will Je- say, I wish it had been on ESPN. I can't figure out. I don't know why it wasn't because I was about to. I was about to correct you, song. It's a big game. If you're a, for college football fans, it's a big game for the country. Yeah, it's yeah. a big. That game was a huge. Day. And Raven County's playing on ESPN Saturday. Yeah, they're playing Pace Academy, which they were playing a team of more prospects last week. Right, and it wasn't televised. I don't know what ESPN was thinking. But well, they. Well, I don't know. Like, it was a poor World choice. Series or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's, that was they dropped the ball on that. Yeah. That um, game was just a quick note. That game was too hard to watch. Like it was too it hard was, to actually was. get in front. Usually, of Usually, you could just find a game. On, yeah, yeah. On the I mean, that game. Do you guys have to get on the dark web to find the live we stream? We went on kind of. the Jefferson High School website and paid ten dollars. So I and I thought there should have been a discount. For <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I found out, can you not get a like a school discount? I think I'm gonna write a letter and see if I can. That get That game should have been back. on CBS. I found out <laughs> too late that Raven County High School's Facebook page was doing it for free. Oh man! But I didn't find that till like after the game. Good for Raven County. For the people. There was a lot for of like people. fake streams of it. Yeah, it was a big. It, it was, was a weird. big deal on the internet, but it just was very hard to watch. Yeah. Well, uh, do better. Yes, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> CBS. Those are our thoughts. <laughs> Jefferson ended up winning the game, uh, twenty-two to thirteen. Uh, they covered the seven-point spread. Um, what did you guys think? Any any opening thoughts on the game? Uh, Sammy Brown, best player on the field. I've seen that a lot this week. Two five stars on the field, and uh, or at least one. And a lot of Gunnar Stockton is at least a four star, and Sammy was still the best player on the field. And also, a lot of really good supporting. Casts. Yes. Yeah. So, so this was one of the questions I had for you, Jesse. Uh, everybody knows the superstars. You got Gunnar Stockton, Malachi Starks, Sammy, Jordan Perry, Caden Bailey of of the Folkston Baileys. Tell us about the supporting cast, guys. Folkston. All right. So, <laughs> mine and Becca's favorite. I'll speak for both of us on this yeah, particular do. fella. Spencer Nice, who is six five one eighty five, plays. Plays wide out and then plays like a plays safety and then kind of like a rolled up outside linebacker and he is a player. I mean he's big and he's really good. Like a thumper. He's a thumper. He's I mean he's he's just an athlete, but he's just you stick him out there with the players that are on the field and he doesn't you know a lot of people won't see him, but he is very big and very good. You hear those measurables and you think, you know, that guy's a basketball player. Well, I think he's a baseball player. He plays baseball. And I would imagine with his size, he's probably a Division One baseball player. I don't know that for sure. But yeah. he's he's really good. Sounds like a pitcher. He is a pitcher. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. Two yes. for two there. <laughs> um, so, Becca, you're, you're a teacher at Jefferson High School, first-year teacher. Yes. Um, this is your first game. What was the atmosphere like leading up to the game at the school? You know, we've been at Commerce growing up. We saw a lot of big games, you know, for the Tigers. And, like, see school spirit, kind of have the anxiety leading up to a Friday night. 
the excitement. How did that feel at Jefferson this past week? I don't want to get dragged more than. <clears throat> You're in a hostile audience right now. <laughs> I'll say, like, I, I do think, like, we had really good school spirit at Commerce. You know, everybody showed up. People traveled really well. I remember in particular driving to Chickamauga. Yeah. Wow. For a game, uh, sitting in the cold. And we had a really good student section. But, guys, like, they're organized over at Jefferson. Yeah. They're So, it was a blue out. And they had blue t-shirts in every teacher's box, like mailbox. Holy smokes. On the Friday morning. we all Or on Thursday, so we could all wear them on Friday. And then there were a couple, there's a couple of like organizers, like kids that are elected. This is a very fun story. You guys will like this. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you will. So there's like, there's like a group of three or four guys that are seniors. And they're in charge of like selecting what the theme of the student section is each Friday. And the job is passed down generation to generation. It's kind of like the outfield, you know, back yes. when we were in school. Yes, yeah. So the seniors select the seniors for the upcoming year, and they have to pass. I jokingly they get was hazed. like, yeah, I was like, so what's the challenge? Like, what do you have to do? And they were like, here, check this out, show me a video. And they have to, they take these kids in the middle of the night to catch a duck <laughs> in the pond across from... The stadium in yeah. Jefferson, they have to catch a duck in the dead of night. And that is their initiation ritual to become. That's, that's a good tradition. That's pretty cool. And they have, like, an Instagram tradition. account. And so they just, like, decide what the color, like, uh, blue out, black out. There's a Hawaiian out. Yeah, here. I think you can only come up with so many things. Yeah, they, they but they're organizing, like, oh, so I was going to say, one of the Instagram people He's very uh, excitable, and he was like, hey, can I leave my, the class really early? I need to go out and, like, pass out T-shirts to everybody in the parking lot. And he had, like, a trunk load of blue T-shirts to pass out to everybody who didn't have one who was going to the game. It's pretty That's, organized. That is pretty really impressive. For a high school group of kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. For anybody. <laughs> I'll just anyway. Say, yeah, I'll just say at Commerce, we, you know, we already had the shirts. We didn't oh, yeah, yeah. You know, at Commerce, true. all the people, like the students, were playing just, on the field. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, that's true. No, that is... Yeah. That that's is the impressive. real school spirit, playing in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I forgot. So, uh, getting back to the questions here. <laughs> they um, were very hyped up. I, I bet. Yes. The, well, it's, it's a big It's game. a big game. huge... I mean, I mean school was this hyped. huge game. Yeah. 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 And it the players were, like, very intense. Some of them were, like, so chill. Like, we're just like, whatever. And then some of them were, like... One of the kids we're going to talk about later, Austin Redman, who, oh. I don't know, he's a defense person. Well, I don't know what he does. Let me just, before you say, she was describing this guy's vibe on Friday at school, and I was like, linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like sitting and like intensely focused and like had his beats on, and I was like, hey, like, do you understand the assignment? Do you need any help? Like, what's going on? And he was like. I'm good. I'm just focused. And I'm like, okay. Like, he would not talk. And I was like, what's going on? Is he pissed? Like, what's going And then, come to find out, he was just, they told me after he went to the bathroom, he gets like this on games days. And I'm like, okay, like. Yeah, real linebacker. Yeah, yeah he's tough, too. Yeah, he is. He's another, he's a good supporting cast guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Joe, I hadn't asked you a question yet. How was Italy? <laughs> It was a wonderful song. What's one thing that we have to do when we go to Italy? 
Uh, oh, hell. Um, drink a lot of wine. I mean, <laughs> somebody asked me how much, maybe I'm telling too much. Somebody asked me how much wine, no, last night, somebody asked me and Bree how much wine we drink. We was it your mom? 16 days. No, it was not my mom. She probably does not want to hear this. Uh, so we probably drink. Did you hear that, Miss Jennifer? <laughs> at least two bottles a day for like 17 days. That seems, that seems. How's your liver? Well, that's the crazy thing. I've, I've like looked this up on Google. Apparently, Italian wine is known for not giving you hangovers. I'm not sure I, how that it works. sounds like fake news. It's good for it's from the true, vine. though. It is true. I mean, you're closer. Yeah, you're closer to God, I guess. <laughs> the Pope's over there. I mean, yeah, it has something yeah. to do with that. I don't know. That makes sense. But it's wonderful. I went on a boat one day. <laughs> Did you go to Venice? No, not that. No, we didn't go there this time. But we went to uh, Capri. We took a boat around the island. And somebody handed us glasses of champagne while we were floating in the Mediterranean. Wow. That sounds cool. like a wonderful honeymoon. It was wonderful. Fun. It was really I really watched nice. your uh, stories on Instagram while I was working. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wasn't doing much it's, work. It's like the same kind of thing, though. You know, working at school. Yeah. Italy. I mean, Italy. I, mean, in the like there, yeah. I do feel like I'm in Italy sometimes. Yeah. Today I got a chicken salad sandwich for free. It's the wow. same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's very thing. similar. <laughs> Well, well, talking about teaching, Becca, you know, what is teaching like in Jefferson as a commerce grad? You know, have you received any they did. death threats? Well, no, because, oh God, you guys are going to get so mad. So, I got dragged. I want to hear like, it. I got, I got dragged first. Like, it was like, oh, yeah. Didn't we used to play you guys in sports? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I want to say, so you're teaching what grade? Uh, 10th and 12th. Okay, so the oldest student is 18 years old, right? Yeah. So they were born in 2003. Got a couple 19, 20 year olds. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, being very generous, they were born in 2002, which makes me feel incredibly old. Yeah. So they were like, when Commerce and Jefferson go playing, they were like nine years old. They years old. The earliest memories that they have of football is probably like when we were playing. So they only. If they were even really into football. Right. You know? Like, so they don't really know the rivalry that much. Yeah. No, they but. really don't. They don't. They're like, the kids are like, oh, you're from Commerce? Do you know so-and-so? You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but they don't think of us, they don't think of Commerce as a, uh, enemy. like an enemy. Which makes me hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> they're just oblivious to yeah, oh, the past. It doesn't, doesn't make them mad. It's like not even like a dig. Well, there, there's quite a few commerce folks over there now, right? There's I mean, a, how many? a squad of Masseys. A squad of Masseys. <laughs> yeah. Is that the correct term for a plural Massey? <laughs> we need to look that one up. I was, in, I was in a meeting. A gaggle of Massey. I was in a meeting the other day, and this guy's like, so you're from Commerce, right? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I'm married to Wendy Massey. And I was like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah, he's a golf coach over there, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his son's really good at golf. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, okay, well, I guess that two things go together, Commerce and Massey's. Apparently now... Jefferson. Well, to be fair, the Masseys were originally from Jefferson. Yeah, they were. Came yeah. to Commerce, and then, then went back, back in Jefferson. Uh, yeah, Repatriated. Well, the Masseys are no Flints. No. <laughs> let's, let's be clear. You won't find a Flint. To be fair, no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Will you? No, but she was, She married in. Well, the thing about it, well, I guess it was just Jesse and Jake. I don't know. They all went to Jefferson until, like, fifth grade. Because their mom's from Jefferson. And she was teaching there. Yeah. And then came to Commerce. Did not know that. Yeah. I did not remember Interesting that. Interesting fact. Well, yeah. well, going back to the Makes game. Uh, 
both both of these programs, Jefferson and Raven, have strong coaching ties to Commerce. Uh, Jesse, did either one coach a better game? Did you see any mistakes by either staff or any great triumphs? Any adjustments? I mean, when the players on the field, when your key players are that good, a lot of coaching mishaps can get be covered, covered up. up by somebody, you know, making a long run or scrambling or, you know, it's it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing for Raven County, I thought, was that they couldn't ever convert on, like, the point after. Yeah. So they got behind it. I mean, they were down nine, right? They right. lost by nine. They were pressing the entire last couple of drives because they knew they had to get two scores. Right. If they could have been within eight, it's a completely different kind of strategy and how you get on the field. Yeah. The other thing is, like, Jefferson's speed on defense was just – I mean, you could tell it was something Raven wasn't accustomed to. Yeah. And it was – there. I mean, Jefferson closed so fast. Yeah. Which is just, you know, that's just the team that they have. They're just going to be faster than just about everybody they play. They're yeah. so big. And they're they're really big. And But I tell you this, Raven County is not small. No. Well, they got that mountain strength. You know, and we talk about mm-hmm. speed with Jefferson and them not seeing that speed. Eight, double eight, the region that they're in is a weak region. You got Union, uh, Elbert, Banks, and Riverside. It's a small region. When they're in region, they don't play a lot of competition. That looks so much worse now, given the results that we pull into. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they've got to play this strong, out of out of region schedule, to get ready for the playoffs. And then, like, they just take the games off. Really, they could take the games off in the region because they're going to blow everybody out. So, you know, it's interesting to see the results of this game that they they hung with Jefferson. You know, yeah. can they hang with everybody else in Double A like Fitzgerald? Fitzgerald's knocked them out. At least one time, those South Georgia schools that are so strong, mm-hmm. and and they are also, I mean, those South Georgia schools are going to be fast. Right. So if you have They're going to be. A, go ahead. If you have trouble with speed, then you, when you get into the playoffs and you got to play teams from South Georgia, you're going to have trouble. It's that mountain furniture. You just don't travel well. I mean, it just doesn't work well unless you're in a cabin somewhere. <laughs> but <laughs> like in Raven County, <laughs> not any, not any that you want to be in. Well, they got some cabins. There ain't no mountain cabins. Oh, man. So, Joe, you know, you're a huge dog fan. Uh, this this game. You're almost like the most self-deprecating dog fan I've ever known. Is there is there anything that's – is there any dog fans that aren't? Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's more self-loathing. So that's the better term. Yeah. You can't ever really forgive yourself for being a Georgia fan. <laughs> you're just born <laughs> into it. It's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> But yes, I am. Where do you see Starks and Stockton fitting in with Georgia next season? They're both quarterbacks right now. They're probably not going to be. I don't think either one plays next year. Uh, Starks is supposed to be kind of in the Roquan Smith kind of mold. Yeah, I see. He's going to have to gain weight. He's going to have to gain a lot of weight. And even Roquan, who came into college more ready to be a linebacker, didn't play much his freshman year. Yeah, true. And um, so I don't know if they'll redshirt. I mean, now you kind of get. You get the four games and you still get a red shirt. Stockton, well, I will say this about Stockton. He's going to get compete for the starting job. JT Daniels will most likely not be there next year. And it'll be between him, Van and Griffin, uh, Beck. Mm-hmm. Which Beck has supposedly been more impressive than I would give him credit for. Apparently. Uh, hmm? Apparently. Yeah. Um, and Van and Griffin will have, you know, the leg up of being there for a year. But 
you know, Stockton may surprise. I, I go ahead. Sorry. Stockton is going to be one of those guys. I'm afraid that is a very good football player, and you really want to see that guy play. And I just don't know that he ever does it. But he is a, I mean, he is a football player for sure. Yeah. I think he fits best in a role like Charlie Warner did. You know, yeah. like an H back or like yeah. a tight end. Yeah. You know. That would be nice. I just I don't know how fast he is. Right. But and can he block? But I mean, there's an argument that uh, he's got a hell of a one. He does. There's an argument that he is the best. Was the best football player on the field. I mean, you could you could make that argument. He is he is really good. Well, you know, talking about the best player on the field, I'm always going to lean towards Sammy Brown. You know, Sammy showed out and made a name for himself. I will say this, uh, Dogs 24-7 that I've uh, subscribed to, they had a reporter at the game, and he was there specifically for Malachi Starks and Gunnar Stockton and George Smith. And he came away and said sophomore Sammy Brown was the best player out there. Yeah. How big do you think he's got? He's going to get? Like, he's, he's 15 years in size? size, in physical size. Uh, he's not going to get any taller. You, you don't, don't think, think so? so? No. He's already taller than uh, Mike. He's not going to get very much taller. Is he, he taller than Becca? Have, is he taller than Becca? <laughs> um, but he doesn't need to get any taller. He's the perfect height for a yeah. linebacker. He's six foot three. He's pretty thick. What is he? Two, he is. What is he? Two fifteen? I think he's bigger. I actually think he's bigger than two fifteen. But the perfect weight. I mean, and you know, your weight can be different depending on what it's made out of. But two forty six three would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. You that wanna, is a prototype. Because you don't want to lose your speed. No. And he's got it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That run, he's like, just a fake train going downhill. He's got the telltale sign, too, of a division, of a really good Division One player where when you see, like when he broke that long run, it looks, it looks off because you're like, it doesn't make sense. Like, it, it looks like he's moving slower than he is. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, but it looks like everybody has an angle on it. Yeah, and four guys had an angle on it. It looks like when Herschel had that run against like South Vanderbilt, Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. yeah. Against George Rodgers. Which I've always kind of scoffed at the notion he could be a running back at the next level. But He may very yeah. well be. Very I mean, he may well be. He may just get too big for the position. But um, if he goes to Clemson, they might. Clemson's liable to play in both ways. Yeah. I mean, could you Joe, imagine? Joe doesn't want Joe doesn't even want to hear that. Look, I've already gone through You don't want to lose him twice. Yeah, you don't want to lose him twice. I've gone through so many stages of grief, and now this is where I am. <laughs> that I am happy that Jefferson will have to live with the fact that their best player ever is a commerce boy. Yeah. <laughs> a water boy on the commerce football team. He is commerce through and through. His grandfather was Sam Brown. Who has a road named after him. In commerce. commerce. I mean, the guy grew up, like, Hanging out of the drugstore. I yeah. mean, like, he is commerce through and through. And Jefferson has to live with the fact that their best player ever will be a commerce player. They just, they don't care. I don't yeah. care, Becca. <laughs> we, we care, Becca. And, and talking about the rivalry, Becca, you, you have one hell of a commerce Jefferson story. Do you do you want to tell it? Oh. Which, are we talking, the time the, I almost the, got into a fight? Yeah. The, yeah, I actually told this to my kids, and they were not impressed. <laughs> Well, tell it now. Cause I, it I sounds like, like Jefferson story. people just aren't just they trying just to pretend like they're, they're not impressed. Like, they, are they impressed with anything? <laughs> they have feelings over there? <laughs> they're all sociopaths. Yeah. Are any of them from Jefferson anymore? <laughs> yeah. Are they all from like... Yeah, well, how, what's it like teaching at a, a Gwinnett County school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Becca. What's your Jefferson wow. story? We're really uh, distracted. What was I even saying? Um, 
Oh, okay. It's so, 2007, right? Well, I think that was the game. It was the year that the Jefferson student section had the tiger hanging by a noose. Do we recall this? Yeah. In the in the student section, they had they had they had a tiger hanging by a noose. I believe. Was it in Jefferson? It was in Jefferson. 2007. It was the Jesus, was the Jesus chant year. This is the that. year. So for all you listeners that are too young to remember this game, or you've forgotten. Hold on. This is the game of why I will never forgive Jefferson. This is the big one. Game. This is a big, big game. game. This is the one that broke game. us. Yeah, I was on a kickoff is... return, and I looked into the soul of that student section, and I just saw, like, evil. Ghosts. Yeah. And hatred. This was this It's was like the rights and Lord of the Rings. And I was like, yeah. where, why do I have to be here right yeah. now? Yeah. So, as we were losing, 2007, we come to the end of the season. Commerce, Athens Academy, and Jefferson are all kind of in a three-way tie for first place. Oh. The last week of the season will decide who wins the region. Um, Commerce and Jefferson are playing. Uh, Commerce has beaten Jefferson this at this point 12 contests in a row. Yeah, this was the, this the is, end of the streak. This is the end of the streak. Um, we come into the game, you know, COC, COC, yeah. really confident. Fired up. Fired up. up. And we go out and open up Reuben Haynes. First play of the game. First play of the game. Takes it for a touchdown. touchdown. Everybody in Jefferson is silent. Oh. Broke and, the back. And everybody was like, well, here we go again. Here we go again. He also, yeah. if I recall, fumbled the snap, picked it up, and then ran through. I think so. Kind of akin to Dion in 2009. In 2009. Yeah. But, uh, so... That happens. Commerce up seven to nothing. The rest of the game goes terribly. I kind of black out. Quarterback. Uh, Shout out Lucas Red. <laughs> Shout out Bo Hennon. Yeah. Shout out Bo Hennon. Uh, final score forty-one seven Jefferson. They break the streak, and really from this point on, the trajectory of their city, not just their football program, yes. not just their school, changes. They're no longer a single A school. They move up to double A. Excel in double A, go to triple A. Then very next year they went to double A. Right. And excel in triple A, and now they're in quad A competing for state championships. I will say this. If we had just beat Athens Academy when we had a 28-6 lead, we would have still won the region. And Athens Academy, (laughs) if you guys will remember, they were a semifinalist that year. Mm -hmm. Had a great team. Mm -hmm. Uh, So 8A was stacked that year. So really, Commerce was the sacrificial lamb. Jefferson should be thanking us. Yeah. (laughs) But tell us your story. What transpired after this game? Also, a lot of people, a ton of people at this game. Maybe close it to as many lot. as we're at Raven County Jefferson. It was a they lot. They were expecting 15,000. The college Jefferson games always had a ton yeah. of people. Yeah. Which, people turned out. Which is why I'm still like, why are we not playing the I game? would play the game. I don't care if we we're going to lose by 40. Play the game. It's yeah. going to make some money. It's going to be I good would go. I would go. It's game. like Georgia, Georgia Tech. <laughs> it yeah, is. Play the game. Yeah. Oh, who does that make hey, us? Hey, let's keep it. Let's keep it. <laughs> Let me just say this. My theory about why Jefferson uh, is who they are now is because of the recession in 2008. Yeah. So the, all the houses, you could you could see. Deep cuts here, boys and girls. You ever seen the big short back there? I have. I have. <laughs> well, what, do you have Margaret Robbie to explain this in a bathtub? Yeah, here she is. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you can't see it on the bottom. Um, <laughs> No, like all the growth coming out of uh, Metro Atlanta came to Jackson County, and right when it got to about Apple, Apple Valley, Valley, Apple Valley was the recession, and then you would see all these empty subdivisions. Right, it never made it to Commerce, and it's starting to make it Commerce now. Um, but all that growth was there, and all the empty houses were there. Well, then they've been being filled over the last decade or so, fifteen yeah. years. 
And I mean, that's just where the growth is coming to the county, and it is not on the east side of the county. Eventually, it'll For better catch up. or worse. I mean, well, it's also just geography. The, you got people moving that are commuting to Atlanta, and they're moving just to the next place right. where they're still close to Atlanta. Yeah. Even though it's not much, Commerce of Jefferson isn't that far, you're just that much closer. But yeah. I think you saw accelerated growth. I mean, you saw Buford. Yeah. It went from Buford to Jefferson in like five years. And then it maybe takes 15 to go from Jefferson to Commerce. Yeah, yeah. And, and you talk about Buford. Buford went from single A to 6A in 20 years. Yeah. You know, and they're poised wow. to go on to 7A. You know, and that's just the, the progression. Jefferson will probably move up the next reclassification. Right. Yeah. It's just the progression of a, a city school. You know, you come for the academics, you stay for the sports and the community, and it just it builds. And, and eventually that growth will come for Commerce. But, but, These are all interstate There's plus and minuses to the growth because you may not want to lose the small town feel of what you have. Exactly. And we don't want to get too deep into this, but that's kind of the conflict that Commerce is facing right now as a school system right. with all the changes that have gone on. But... Becca, please tell your story oh, because yeah. I want to get this on the record. Parking lot is so Becca I didn't fight. A guy. <laughs> no, we were. Where did you bury the body? Oh gosh, actually, Chelsea, in the river. Chelsea was there too. To fight a oh, duck. Here we go. Yeah, we told this story. At you have to call, You caught a duck, didn't you? No, <laughs> I wish. There's been a lot of hype now. It wasn't okay. So after the game, everybody's leaving at the same time, and we're all funneling out. We're rubbing shoulders with each other, and commerce people were quite uh, dejected. Yeah. I mean, it was rough. It was soul-crushing. Joe cried on that bus on the way home. I'm going to tell that story. He cried on the bus. I, I saw it. Joe on the bus. I don't think I did. <laughs> Anyways, <Baby> Becca. <laughs> Becca, tell us about uh, it. Yeah, so we're walking, out of the, we're walking out of the stadium. My sister's walking with, actually, Sam Purcell's little sister. Liz. And they're, they're a couple of, they're maybe like, I don't know, 25 yards ahead of me, and they're just talking. And my sister is not into sports. Um, so all. I can't imagine she was talking trash to anybody. And all of a sudden, I see this girl wearing Jefferson colors come out of the right-hand side of my vision towards my sister and start talking trash to her and, like, using negative language that I did not approve of. And so I, me and my friends, me and Chelsea. <laughs> wow. And I don't remember dog. who else was with us, like, Lauren Cooper? Like, yeah. so, like not... Uh, you know, maybe a couple of softball girls. Like, we weren't, like, threatening. But I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't say I'm sorry. But I said, like, why are you talking to my sister that way? And she was like, this is trying to talk. She was really trashy for a Jefferson person. Well, it's probably some of that Brockton crap. No, I mean, that's to be expected. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Um, anyway. I'm trying to deflect here. She, she put her hands on my sister, and I Whoa. did not like that. It was like, like one of those. It wasn't anything serious. Anyway, I got I did, I did. I got very aggressive. I felt very mad and I, I like got in her face and told her to leave her alone. and it was like you know when you're like really nervous and you think like, Oh my god, I'm gonna have to like yeah. destroy something. I'm gonna like, have to do this. Yeah. Well, she backed off and we ended up not fighting. Oh, but it, no. for a minute I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna have to get into a fight with this person and I got so nervous I I did like I, I think I peed a little. <laughs> I got really nervous. Uh, See, I misremembered the story because I could have swore somebody spit on one of you guys. No, no, she spit on my sister. Oh wow. my god! Yeah. So like, and put her hands on her. That's one of the things when when just people a from the outside of any oh, yeah. Jefferson right. person, <laughs> we all so, like this. Like current, only a Sith speaks in absolutes. Oh, great quote! <laughs> avid Star Wars fan right here. So 
when people from the outside hear us talk about Connors and Jefferson, they're like, what's the big deal? I mean, this this goes back. This stuff's been happening for a long time. I also have a story that's... So, in 1925, <laughs> when my dad was playing Jefferson in high school, he went to Commerce. They lost to Jefferson and were on the bus leaving to go back to Commerce. And the Jefferson players came out to the side of the bus and were, like, beating their helmets on the side of the bus and yelling stuff at them. And he's, like, a guy that never... I mean, I don't know how he really feels, but he never talks about Jefferson as a rivalry because they really weren't for most of the time he was coaching there. Right. But he's always like, I never forgot the feeling of getting beat and then them coming out and slamming their helmets on the side of the bus. It's like, just like complete and utter disrespect. That's the story he told after we lost in 2007 in the yeah. locker room. He yeah. said that I never forgave him. For that. Yeah. Yeah. So then he beat the hell out of him his entire career. <laughs> so, talking last, last Jefferson thing, Becca, hey, have you seen, like, any cannibalism over there yet? Or, like, any bestiality? That's uh, Tuesday. We, Tuesday Tuesdays. morning. Yes. We'd heard some rumors, but yeah. we just, I wanted yes. to confirm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tuesday morning, we weed out the week. <laughs> also, what? how are we doing with, like, we're going to start flunking all their best players? Is that still a thing? Like, yeah. On. We're, we're, not, off, we're, we're off not, the record here. We're not supposed to talk about that. Okay, okay. Well, off, off the bus. We're going to have to stop paying you as much as we're paying you if we don't start seeing results. <laughs> yes. I can't. I can't even <laughs> wanna We don't want to jeopardize her job. Yeah, that's true. Let's, let's take the heat off the back. Becca's off. very professional. If any of my uh, bosses are listening to this, I'm being held at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, enough of that. I'm glad you guys talked about the Jefferson Raven game. That was a big deal. It was fun to watch. Uh, I had fun. A lot of folks came. You guys think 15,000 people were there? I couldn't tell. I asked. My dad was there, and he said he didn't know, but he said there were a lot of people there. Yeah. The the vantage point we had was from the Jefferson press box, so you could see, all you could see was – I mean, the Raven County stands were full, but yeah. – the away stands have gotten smaller over there. They've they? always <laughs> been tiny. And they're just and getting they're just smaller straight up. and smaller. They now smaller. they've got the huge field house over there. There's no <laughs> it stands. Just, it just yeah. dwarfs them. Yeah. <laughs> People are up there sitting on top of the field house watching the game. Yeah, they have a bench. They have a bench <laughs> over there that everybody sits on. Oh, man. I will say one thing that I noticed is Malachi Starks is too fast for that offense almost. Yeah. He's he's like, which is a thing that had like that offense is all about timing. He's like almost too fast for it, almost out out getting. He's getting out to the corner before the pitch is there. And they have a really good. I mean, that coaching staff. Uh, I'm just a forester, so they obviously know more than I do. Right. I would love to see Sammy at fullback. And their backup quarterback Aldridge is really good. Yeah, he mm-hmm. played some, and and runs the ball good. Put him at quarterback. And starts at your at slot, slot back. and Jordan Perry's, who we hadn't talked about, who got hurt. He's really good, yeah. and then put Sammy at fullback, and that would be unstoppable. I yeah. think it would be. Uh, but they they know more. They're pra- I haven't seen them practice, so yeah. Well, that's all the week one stuff we wanted to talk about. Uh, we're going to get into week two, uh, look around the state a little bit. If you guys don't follow. The, the daily newsletter from Georgia High School Football Daily. Subscribe. This is one of the best resources day in, day out. You get five newsletters throughout the week, Monday through Friday. Talk about high school football. They give you the best ten games across the state every week. We go through there and pick a couple that we like. 
uh, to talk about. The first one that we're going to talk about tonight is uh, Fitzgerald at Irwin County. Wow. Yeah, this is a huge, talk about Cummins-Jefferson rivalry. This is a huge rivalry in South Georgia. This is the South Georgia game of the week, actually. Uh, Fitzgerald dominates this rivalry overall. 41 wins, or 45 wins to 19 losses and three ties. Um, and they're the bigger school. They're the bigger school. They're 2A. Competitive in 2A. Uh, they've, they've played in three of the last six championships in AA. Irwin's played in six of the last seven Class A public st- state titles. I just think Fitzgerald hadn't won a state championship in like, was it 60 years? It's been years? since the 40s. And they've played, yeah, like you said, three of the last six championships. That's right. got to be frustrating. Gosh. And that was the same for Irwin for a long time until they broke through. Right. They, they right. lost like five state championship games. And then they finally broke through against Clinch a couple years ago. Um, but same thing here with Fitzgerald and Irwin. Irwin can't break through. Um, this century, they've lost every game but two, 2018 and 2019. Last year, Irwin, I mean, Fitzgerald won 26, or 21 to six. Irwin's favored this year by three at home, which if you know about, if you know about the spread, that really means it's a draw. But, you know, they're favored by three at home. The home foot advantage giving them three points. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys got any comments about Irwin Fitzgerald? We saw Irwin County a lot at Commerce last year. You know, the Tigers almost beat them. Uh, they won the state title. How did these teams do last week? Uh, Irwin was off. Fitzgerald, I don't know. Okay. So, um, it's going to be a big game. I would game. tend to go with Irwin just because they're the home team. I mean, yeah. I know that's a huge rivalry, but, I mean. It would be good for single-A public. For them to bring right, that game. yeah, and it's not too big of a stretch. I mean, single A, but it's the double A, correct? Yeah, double A's always been like weaker. Double A does is te- does tend to be weaker. Yeah, it always has been. It just is the way it is. Um, those teams down there, all those teams like South and Macon, lose a lot in their in region play and just in the. I mean, it's just competitive. Yeah, like they just have to play tough teams. Yeah. You're just going to lose games. Well, that's like Brooks. Last last week played Thomasville, you know, yeah. and then they were scheduled to play Cairo. You know, they just have tough schedules. Yeah. Well, you don't want to drive three hours for a game. Right. You, play that you can, you know. Yeah. Right. And they're all good down there. Yeah. And then uh, you look at who Irwin County's got to play in their region. Yeah. Well, that's that's, region, that's the region. 2A public is one, that's of, the one of the best in the regions in the state. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably in the country, honestly. Top to bottom, yeah. yeah. But, you know, you look at South Georgia and, and that atmosphere for football. The next game that we pick is kind of the complete opposite from South Georgia public. It's Atlanta private schools. But just as much pride, just as much rivalry. You got Marist at Blessed Trinity. Uh, these are two of the best. The defending quadruple A champion Marist Golden Eagles travel to Roswell to challenge the number one team in 5A, Blessed Trinity. Uh, Marist, if you guys remember, beat Jefferson last year in the state finals. Uh, Marist coach Alan Chadwick is actually seeking his 400th career victory. Wow. Um, Blessed Trainity has... Um, Bron Hainson, Justin Haynes. So Hobnail Dino and I boot, talked baby. about that. Huh? Hobnail boot. Yeah. And we, we talked about that. We love Bron Haynes. Yeah. yeah. He played for the Dogs, played for the Steelers. Uh, great fullback. Um, if if Chadwick wins tomorrow night, if Maris wins, he'll become just the 35th coach ever to win 400 games in the nation. Wow. Just the second in the state of Georgia. 
Uh, do you guys know who number one is? Steve Sadders. Larry Campbell. <laughs> I, I think it's Campbell, right? Yeah, it is. He's the all-time winningest coach in the country, I think. Yeah. I don't know about that. But he definitely is in the state. In the there's, state, for sure. There's also that coach. Joe's getting today. on his phone. He's fact-checking. Right, we'll, we'll check it out. At Marist, I don't know anything about Blessed Trinity. I've seen – I've been to a Marist game. I've been to two Marist games at Marist. They have a very cool stadium. They also – the varsity – the times that I went, the varsity was their uh, concession stand. Oh, wow. But they're a, they're a triple option team. Yeah. And they're – Completely different from South Georgia, for sure. Yeah. Like they're just ball control. and Physical. They're, yeah, they're really good. That's a, a game to keep an eye on. Blessed Trinity is a one-point favorite there. Uh, next, we've got Norcross at Mill Creek. Uh, this is Gwinnett's biggest game. So you go from Atlanta proper, get out into the suburbs into Gwinnett, which is heralded by most people as like the SEC of high school football in the yeah. state of Georgia. Uh, you got – the Hawks and the Blue Devils. Maxwell likes Mill Creek by three. Uh, you guys have anything to add about that? I don't know anything about either team this year. I would don't think I'd ever bet against Norcross. Yeah, Norcross had a good run last year, last couple of years. I know um, strong programs. Uh, then you you know you talk about we've covered South Georgia, Atlanta suburbs, then northwest Georgia. There's a lot of good high school football played in northwest Georgia, and it's a lot like northeast Georgia where you got smaller teams, a lot more city schools up there, communities that are really crazy about football. Two of them are Bremen and Bowden. Uh, this week we've got Bremen at Bowden. This is a big, old northwest Georgia city school rivalry. 75th meeting, I believe. I, it's, uh, they've been playing a long mm-hmm. time. It's the Blue Devils versus the Red Devils. Devils are down in Georgia. Um, That's good. Class A Bowden. <laughs> so, That's good. Thanks, man. That's good. Thanks. You uh, do more with that. I wouldn't even pick up on it. <laughs> so Bowden, I, I was looking, researching this game. Bowden actually owns the overall record over Double A Bremen. I would have thought maybe different. Uh, they they've won forty five times. Bremen's only won twenty nine, but Bremen's won big in three of the last four. And last season they won fifty nine to twenty two. Uh, both of the teams are on the rise. We like Bowden for a dark horse in single A, maybe contending for the state title. Uh, the spread says Bremen by 10. What do you guys got? Uh, I recall Bremen was uh, some of the Cheer Tigers' main competition. They were. Back also, in the they day. were back in single also, A. Foot, I mean, we played them no twice. Stra- we didn't play Bowden, but Bowden's no stranger to I mean, Commerce and Bowden and Bremen twice. play a lot. Yeah. Well, we played them once, and then you guys played them uh, I was, in 2010. The last game I ever played in was against Bremen. You got a good story about destroying somebody on before you got pulled out of the game. We don't need game. to tell that story <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, man. All right, so th- those are the big four games around the state that we like this week. Um, in our area, we're going to hit these pretty quick. Uh, if you guys have anything to say, just jump in. Uh, picking up with Buford, they're a 23-point favorite at Clark Central, uh, the Gladiators here in the Classic City. They didn't get a play last week, right? Because the game Cedar, Cedar Shoals got postponed. Right. And that's we scheduled this pod here in Athens because we were going to talk about Cedar, Clark Central, you know, here in the Classic City. I, I think I will go to the game, probably. It's going to be later in the year, hopefully, in October. Well, I'm talking about Buford, Clark Central. Oh, that, yeah. You'll have to let it – you'll have maybe another appearance. Yeah. Uh. Next, we got Appalachia at Habersham Central. 
Uh, Hab Central's a 13-point favorite there. Appalachie just, I mean, I saw them in scrimmage. Lost Winder Barrow. I don't think they have much this season. I like Hab there. A student taught there. At Appalachia. That's right, because they thought you were from the hood. Yeah. I forgot about that. They did. They were like, oh, Homer. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Joe's making a list. Oh, also, this one was like three years old. What are they doing? <laughs> little update here, Saul. So Larry Campbell was fifth all time. In the nation? Yes, but I believe he's in past because the two through four are active. So okay. I think he was probably second all time. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, next, we've got another Barrow County game, Eastside at Winder Barrow. This is a toss-up. Um, I think Winder Barrow has a chance to win that game. They're a team on the rise, too. Uh, Dawson County at Flowery Branch, the contender there in uh, eight quadruple A. Flowery Branch is an eleven point favorite. Uh, I suppose that's more. Uh, I am too. Yeah, uh, Dawson County's better than they used to be. But at Flowery Branch. At Flowery Branch. Mm, okay. Uh, Jefferson, uh, the Dragons are a twenty point favorite at Central Gwinnett against the Knights. Uh, Madison County, the Red Raiders are off, taking a break uh, off. Oh, what will you do? I, I guess I'm going to Pickens. Oh, I'll just have to cry in the Go car. Jasper. Uh, Cedar Shoals, our other Athens school, at Oconee County. Oconee County is a 28-point favorite there. Ola at North Oconee, the other Oconee County school. North Oconee, which we like this season, is a three-point favorite. Where is Ola? Ola is southeast of Atlanta. Okay. Um, it's a suburb, uh, but like an exurb, really. Yeah, suburb but further out. Um, East Jackson at Jackson County. I've heard this game might be canceled. This is a big game. It's got to be canceled. I think it's canceled because I think they went to virtual learning. Yeah. Uh, 15-point favorite there for the Panthers. That's good for football. Do they both cancel? It's good for football that they don't play that game. (laughs) Who went virtual, both of them or just East? I think the whole school system. Yeah, all of Jackson County, not Jefferson Uh, or Commerce. So the, the county schools. So Franklin County uh, at Banks County. This is another one that would be good to be canceled. Uh, Franklin is a seventeen-point favorite there. <laughs> I didn't know Franklin County. Really. I, Franklin County. I'm a fan just, of Franklin. I like they're, they're Franklin. Decent. We were big on Franklin last year. They got some good players, but the coach always leaving. Do. They just, always play. They're one and zero now. We'll see, they are. We'll see how he does. I think we don't even know who he is. You didn't tell me who he was. We don't. Get on your phone, Joe. No, you're no, the phone no, guy. Uh, I'm disappointed in you for that. I like Franklin to cover there. A 17 point spread's pretty big, but I just didn't see much from Banks last week. Uh, I like. There's gonna be a lot of cannons going off. Yeah. Oh, let that cannon roll. I love oh, that Tater, cannon. Yeah. Pat, Tater was at the game last week. He'll be at this game. He needs to be our our Carnesville correspondent. <laughs> oh, that would be great. They got Tater Tots at the concession. <laughs> Corn dogs all around. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> oh, man. Hart County at White County. Uh, White County's a three-point favor there. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, White County was good last year. Hart County was really good. This was a shootout. White, White County won that game last year. Oh, uh, did they? They won that game, and it was like 50-something to 40-something. But with their quarterback. With J. Ben Haynes. So, I think... Hart County here wins double digits this season, but we shall see. Um, Stevens at North Hall, another toss-up. I like Stevens there. 
Um, North Hall is a solid program, but I think Stevens going to have a good season. Uh, Whitfield Academy at Elbert County. Elbert's a one-point favorite in the Granite Bowl. Uh, the game on ESPN, Pace Academy at Raven. That's a 14-point spread uh, in favor of the Wildcats. In that Pace has had some good players in the past. Pace? Yeah. Ronnie uh, Sawyer went there, correct? The lineman? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he won there. just break some bones. <laughs> Road grader. Other people's bones, to be clear. Not his bones. Not, not his bones. Please, ladies. God, don't let anybody break a bone. Oh, um, we got to do it. Sacrifice but it, something. They're in AAA, I think, and Raven's the 14-point favorite there. Uh, then you got Athens Academy going out of uh, state to Charlotte Country Day. No spread on that one. Just Charlotte, North Carolina? Yes. They just want to be there for the Georgia game. Is that it? They're just going? They're going to go to That's the what it is. They're going to stay all week, All the Athens guess. people are going up Thursday night. That's well, no. exactly what well, it no, is. We're still that, a week that, off, This game's tomorrow. Oh, I thought They're going to stay all week. week for the game. Yeah. That is a that is wild a place hard. to go. <laughs> That is a two-and-a-half-hour haul. Of I guess they couldn't find no, anybody in northeast Georgia they wanted to play. Dude, that's like a four-hour drive. It's yeah. it, it through a lot of construction. Yeah. Uh, that's the worst stretch of interstate in the country. Yeah. Spartan Murder, Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. I have no opinion on Charlotte Country Day. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know what to say. But Athens Academy, I mean, from that week one, they may lose that game. Uh, St. Francis is coming to Athens Christian over there off Highway 29. Uh, Athens Christian's an eight-point favorite. Um, St. Francis, if any of you guys are listening, watch out for the Georgia State Patrol over there. There's an office just right up the road. Uh, Christian Academy, Knoxville, another out-of-state school, is at Prince Avenue. Hmm. So the 8A private schools are just playing out-of-state teams this year. No spread on that game either. Um, Getting into Class A Top 10, we got Bremen at Bowden. We've already talked about that one. Clinch, number nine. Uh, Bowden's 10 team, number 10 team in the state in Class A public. Uh, then you got number nine, Clinch, at Appling County. Uh, number eight, Pelham, is hosting Early County. They're a one-point favorite. Uh, got a car rolling by here trying to navigate through all our traffic on the street. Uh, Wilcox County, number seven, is at Blackley County. Blackley is a six-point favorite. Uh, South Eppingham, down there around Savannah, is at Metter. Uh, Metter's a 12-point favorite. The Tigers from Commerce, 12-point favorite on the road up there at Pickens uh, in Jasper. Dodge County uh, travels to number four, Dublin. Dublin. Oh, that'll be a good game. Yeah. yeah. It, well, you you spent some time down in that neck of the yes, woods. Yes, I went. I went to. I lived in Dodge County until I was eleven, and then I moved to Barnes County, where Dublin is. Right. When I was. 12. Well, who do you like in that game, Becca? Dublin's a five-point favorite. Uh, go Indians. That's Dodge, Dodge County. County, right? <laughs> yeah. Dublin's the leprechauns, or well, something. Well, we hate Dublin. the Fighting Irish. Yes. The Fighting Irish, we hate them. It's county versus city. Yeah, like. Dodge County does not like Dublin. I don't know if it's a rivalry still, but it was. I'm sure it is. It's a cultural rivalry. Yeah, because, you know, those city folks. Yeah. Big city of Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> All those sand city. hills. That's where the uh, only movie theater was when I was growing up. Yeah, oh, drive wow. to Dublin to go Big see movie. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Number three, Macon County hosts Dooley County. 
Uh, the boys from Montezuma are a 13-point favorite. That average. is a South Georgia special. Right? That yeah. is. That is. Dooley and Mason. So much speed on one field. Just running off the field, so yeah. much speed. Uh, this game, I think, got canceled, too. Uh, number two, Brooks, four-point favorite at Cairo, down there playing the syrup makers. Then you got... Your favorite? Yeah, that. Brooks is good. Isn't Cairo, like... Really good though. Cairo's good. Cairo. I mean, I like Thomasville, Cairo, Brooks play some teams. Cairo is single well, they got A. Cairo's quad A, I believe. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say they got game canceled. Yeah, uh, I think Cairo had some some COVID stuff. Cool, yeah, I like Cairo. Uh, then you got number one Irwin hosting Fitzgerald again. We said they're a three point favorite. That's, I mean. Some great football early in the season. That's a that's the game of the week. It's got to be. It, it's South Georgia game of the week. They already called it. Um, I mean, between that and Bowden and Bremen, that's a really good slate. Mm-hmm. I, w- I hope Buford Clark Central's a great game, but I don't know that that's going to be. So, the thing with Buford Clark Central, the history here locally uh, and recently, is back in 2019, Clark Central beat Buford yeah. in the regular season I remember for that. the region title. I it remember. was a huge deal. Yeah, it was insane. And then last year, Buford came out and just rolled, like decapitated Clark Central. Well, the, the thing about it is that most schools, you know, they have a good senior class and they graduate and they got to reload. Yeah. And Buford is just – Buford's a different team every year. They just yeah. – they're always good. Yeah, yeah. So perpetually like, good. if you beat them, then you, you're going to have to get it the next year. Yeah. They get a lot of blow-ins. I mean, I think we got that in commerce, you know. Didn't we play them in 2001 and get rolled after we beat them in 2005? Like 35 to nothing. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the best Class A teams of all time. Darius uh, Walker. Right. Yeah. Uh, region 8A Public, these are the games that matter in our region. Uh, Kings Christian, or Kings, Kings Ridge Christian, and all. This is the other Kings, the other set of Kings. Oh. They're, they're traveling down to Greensboro uh, to, to face Green County. It's a toss up. Uh, Bryan County is at Lincoln and down in Lincolnton. Uh, Lincoln County is a 35-point favorite. Uh, this will be Trey Huff's first game, former Tiger, as a quarterback for the Lincoln County Red Devils. Uh, interesting to see how Trey's career goes down there. Um, Providence Christian, former 8A school in public, is now in private. Uh, they're going to Social Circle. Social's only a six-point favorite here. We like them a lot more than that. Um, our Murchie, or our Murchie, how, however you say it's that. Our, it's our Murchie is the correct. There's some hidden R's there. Uh, I thought it was just our Murchie. Is that Italian? It's spelled our Murchie. Yeah, Come on, Joe. Have Joe take a look. Yeah. It's spelled our Murchie, but I'm telling I've you. I've always pronounced it our Murchie. It's our Murchie. Have I'm you sure. ever delivered any furniture over there? I'm sure Taylor Seals has an opinion. He probably does. does. He'll get on the comments. <laughs> uh, at Towns. Towns is a five-point favorite there. Towns might roll to 2-0. and oh. Who knows? And then after that licking in, in week one, Washington Wilkes is off to recover. Um, so that gets us to this week, Commerce Tigers. Uh, we had a cancellation. Uh, we're going to play Union County up there in Blairsville. Um, really kind of hate not to go to Blairsville. They have a beautiful stadium up there. Um, it's a nice place. But uh, the Commerce Administration – Honestly, shout out to Commerce Administration. Got this game together in less than 24 hours. Found an opponent about a similar distance, similar quality of opponent in Pickens. Uh, Pickens Dragons uh, over there in Jasper, Georgia. The population in Jasper is 3,850, so well, a small town. This is just like this, the best part of the podcast. This is the deep dive into Pickens. What is the zip code? 
We'll get there. Oh. Hold your horses. Uh, so Pickens County is their population overall is twenty nine thousand four hundred and thirty one. I think that's the two thousand nineteen figure in two two hundred and thirty three square miles. So me, I'm a numbers guy. I thought here when I read those numbers, I was like, I know those. So I look, got on my computer. Uh, by comparison, Madison County, Georgia. <laughs> Oh uh, my so God. just just for these comments, we circle back to Madison. Come back, we come back to Madison County. Pickens County twenty nine thousand four hundred thirty one. Madison County twenty eight thousand one hundred twenty. So about a thousand or yeah, about a thousand people difference there. Madison County is a little less dense, uh, two hundred eighty six square miles as opposed to two hundred thirty three in Pickens, and they're both in quad quad A. So and based on what my research you know the programs are kind of similar the success there mm. uh, Madison County had a big run in 2018 so did Pickens so commerce fans you're going to get to play but Madison is there, County is there an Isla in Pickens County I, is there a Comer I think there's a city called Tatesville or something like that that's, that's definitely Isla that's like Isla yeah. um, the I, Pickens I, what are their what's their mascot dragons the, dra- the Pickens the Pickens dragons the Pickens and they don't go by Pickens County which I thought was interesting they, they go, go by Pickens. Pickens the Pickens dragons. Cherokee also go Cherokee County doesn't go by Cherokee County they just go by Cherokee I feel like you could have got really creative with Pickens instead of dragons yeah. there's, there's some play of words there there, there could have Pickens <laughs> boogers Pickens well, boogers there you go there sure okay <laughs> alright I mean that wouldn't be much a week <laughs> So, Pickens is located in northwest Georgia. Uh, looked on a map this week. It's between Dawsonville on the east and Calhoun on the west. So, we'll be making traveling those roads this week. Uh, Pickens County is known for its exceptionally pure marble. Oh, wow. Uh, in Pickens, there is a vein of marble that runs five to seven miles long, half a mile wide, and nearly half a mile deep. So, there's wow. a whole lot of marble mines up there. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's so culturally important up there in Pickens County that they have an annual Georgia Marble Festival each uh, each year annually. I already said that. Uh, the first full weekend of October. So if you're in Pickens County, the first full weekend of October, stop by the, the Marble Festival. See if you can find some nice rocks. I'll, I'll see everybody there. <laughs> So, Joe, the zip code up there in oh, Pickens, yes, in Jasper, Georgia, this, they're in the 301 area, the 30143. Wow. So, little, you take, you got the three and the one, that makes four, and then there's another three on the end. So, it's nice, some nice numbers there. Oh, wow. Um, a little bit extra. Yeah. All right, Pickens County, or Pickens football program. They've been playing football for 65 seasons, uh, started back in 1957 and have continued since. Uh, they win about 42% of their games. Uh, they've won 270 contests, lost 372, and had 12 ties. As I mentioned earlier, they have won region championship in 2018, won 11-1, which is a, a good season. Uh, they play in Region 7, Quadruple A. This is a tough region. Uh, Georgia fans, you'll know this team. They play the Cedartown Bulldogs, home of the, the Fighting Chubbs. Um, and Ridgeland. Ridgeland's a pretty good team, too. Uh, they're led by head coach Grant Myers. Uh, we were talking before the show. This is his first year uh, at as a head coach. Uh, this is his first year as Pickens, Pickens head coach. This is his first game as a head coach. So, you know, kind of looking at Commerce, we've got a new head coach. He'll be in his second game, Coach Hollers. 
he'll be playing or going against Coach Myers. It's his first game. So there's kind of an interesting storyline there. I think, Jesse, you were pointing out before the show that he might have been at Pickens for a while. I think. Though. I don't know for sure, but I think he's been at Pickens for a while. Uh, last season, Pickens didn't do so well. They finished six out of seven in their region. Uh, three and six. I think they had one game canceled due to COVID. They scored an average of 15.5 points and gave up about 25 and a third in a game. So, on average, they lost each game by 10 points. Um, they did have some wins. They beat Gilmer 17 to 8, Coosa 10 to nothing, and Ridgeland, one of the stronger teams in the region, 27 to 18. Uh, for, for Commerce fans, for folks, or folks that listen to this show, they did lose to White County last year, 42 to 7, and they lost to Union County, which the Tigers played 28 to 14. So you can't really compare 2020 to 2021, but Joe, you were saying, you know, they lost to Union last year. Commerce beat Union. Well, you don't know what they have this year, and Commerce is probably not what they were last year, at least at this point in the season, but they're comparable teams. Right. This isn't just like being outclassed by a higher classification team. Yeah, I think it's a good matchup. Yeah. I think it's a good test for Commerce right which now. I don't, which, like, I don't think Commerce would have went out, like, let's say Buford had to cancel their game. They wouldn't have went and scheduled Buford, you know? Right. Like, they would have found somebody that we could compete with and get better against. Right. Um, Commerce and Pickets have played twice. You know, we always like to talk about the series history between these two schools. Played back during the Ray Lamb era, uh, 1972 and 1973, we played a home-and-home. Uh, both games were won by Commerce. Commerce won at home 28-12 to 12 in 1972, and in 1973, 35-0. We went up there to Jasper and shut them out. That I'm seven, ask David Sanders about that. You yeah. should. You should ask him about that. Uh, we were actually ranked number one at the time. I think that was one of the right moon seasons. It was. They won every game until the very last one. Mm-hmm. State championship. Lost them out to six. Get won. out your tiny violins. Ben Zambezi, linebacker, played for Georgia in the Canadian Football League. I've heard these stories. That's why you That's a part of the Sanders family history right there. <laughs> the only person to ever play and lose in two state championship games in Commerce history, David Sanders. Wow. The only person, nobody else on the team? No, he was the only guy to play as a freshman. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah. I see. And then just he a, again as a, just a family full of losers. Yeah. <laughs> 1965-65, lost. Guess who was on the team? Lewis Sanders. Lewis Sanders. Yeah. I can't wow. take credit for any of the wins, just the three losses. Wow. <laughs> mm, just self-loathing. Yeah. Gosh. All right, so when we look at this matchup, some questions came to my mind. Does the travel – affect this game for Commerce. It's an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. We were going to have to travel anyways. You know, that's always something. You know, for a young team, especially like Commerce, you're riding on a bus, is that going to affect you? Uh, Also, short week. You know, we've only had this opponent scheduled for a day, really. Mm. Um, They announced this on Wednesday, right? Announced it on Wednesday. No film on Pickens. So we're just going up there, lining up in our base defense, base offense, and playing a ball game. No, no scheming. No scheming. They don't have. They don't really have. Any, you can't prepare for commerce in a day either. Right. So they don't really have it on us either. Um, looking back at the Banks County game, there's some obvious areas areas where commerce can improve. First off, we got to commit less penalties. Eight penalties, or no, eleven penalties for eighty yards. That'll lose you most games. Most games, and we lost the turnover battle. We had one turnover versus Banks County's zero. That's true turnover, or like classical turnovers, 
also had a ton of turnovers on downs. Can we win the turnover battle? Can we commit less penalties, improve week one to week two? Uh, can we tackle better? Watched a lot of missed tackles on defense for Commerce against Banks County. Uh, if it hadn't been for some plays being called back, we'd have lost the shutout and probably lost the game against Banks. And we wouldn't be talking here right now because we'd have shut the show down. Uh, <laughs> I would have moved put, to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, changed my name. Uh, all right, uh, one other thing, one thing that I thought might be a strength coming into the season was Commerce's offensive line. We returned two starters. Um, thought we had some more guys that had some experience. Um, didn't look that great on the offensive line the first game. We only had like 217 yards rushing or something like that. Can we control the line of scrimmage on the offensive side of the ball? I know technique-wise I've seen we're blocking a little different than we used to. Uh, traditionally for commerce, using a lot more elbows and forearms instead of hands. Uh, can we control that line of scrimmage on offense and on defense? Can our front seven step up? Which we're playing a, a 50 now, you know, can our front eight step up and, and play some defense? Uh, next, what's Pickens like? I've never been to Jasper. Is it a nice town? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, like a, it's just kind of like a mountain. Just mountain a nice town. little generic mountain town. You got a place to eat yet? We're looking at so it's really cool doing this show. Um, we've kind of gotten into like this high school football Twitter community. So there's some guys in Northwest Georgia that recommended some places. There apparently there's a barbecue place called Biggins. Mm, so I'm thinking we might Biggins go and Biggins. Biggins and Pickens. We're gonna go try Pretty some good. barbecue up there and oh, at know, Biggins maybe. Uh, and then lastly, you know. With such a young team, with so many unknowns for commerce, you got to expect somebody to step up week to week. Who's going to shine for the Tigers this, this week? Uh, you know, last week I saw uh, in the scrimmage, I saw Kamani Horn make some plays on defense. The Hill Twins, uh, Draylon Martins looked good on offense. Will J. Bo Daniels step out and have a breakout game? You know, these are questions that we'll have answered throughout the season. But who's who's going to shine for commerce? I think if Draylon Martin is who we think he is, he's somebody you ride each week. Yeah. If I'm the coach, that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not the coach. Yeah, I'm not calling plays. So I have I have seen that Coach Hollers, especially last week, and in, in the scrimmage, he likes to distribute a little bit more. We run the fullback a lot, and in a triple option offense, you're going to run the fullback, but not getting a whole lot of yardage there. On the mid, on the mid, on the fullback uh, option. Uh, Commerce is favored twelve on the road at Pickens. Predictions: What you guys think? Does Commerce cover? Yes. Joe's yes. taking and the I yes. I picked it to not cover last week, so I'm thinking it to cover this week. Okay, Jesse's taking yes. Beck dog. I will go with the group. I'm saying I don't think Commerce covers. I think Pickens is better than we think. I think Commerce might still be in the. The shaky stages. Uh, I think Commerce wins, but I don't think they win by 12. That's two touchdowns. We only scored one touchdown last week. Yeah, well, they also had a turnover. They are they a great play, team? If they can play clean football, then yeah. Pickens? No, are we a great team? That's to be determined. You right know, now, we're not. You know, Banks County gets to play, too, though. They get to make plays. You know, Commerce was a play against air. I know it's that's Banks true. County. That's, that's true. Hey, I know three guys sitting here that played Banks County one year, and it wasn't a great game. Spanked. Yeah. So, I mean. That's true. That's true. Well, I guess I'm the only one taking uh, 
Oh, and your, your first covered. question was the travel. I don't think the travel plays any. You think they're focused? Well, I just, I don't ever remember, just personally, I don't ever remember that mattering. You yeah. just go, crap, we got to go to Tron or something. I think it's easier to go to Jasper than it would be to go to Blairsville, too, because you're not going as far up in the mountain. But right. do you ever you're remember, it would suck to have to go to Tron, but you just, it sucks being on the bus, but when you play football, like you, just, you, don't, you don't, don't care. About it, no. Yeah. It's not like you're going and having to stay in a hotel room for a couple nights and you know, play like a college game. That's true. Good insight there. Um, any final thoughts, guys? No. All right. Well, uh, that about covers it. That's all our material. Material. <laughs> <laughs> we made it through this show. We missed you, Dino. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this rendition, rendition of the... <laughs> Falling apart. Oh, we're falling apart here at the end. Of the Potluck Podcast, and we hope to see you in Jasper Friday night. From all of us here, good night and go Tigers. Go Tigers.